0: blue sky it's john DiPietro on am 1380 and 99.9 fm this portion of the program on this delightful thursday folks it's the power hour there's no covid briefing today the covid briefing is tomorrow at 11 we're going to carry it and cover it but on this march 11th thursday of right now it's not your imagination the temperature is this possible am i seeing a temperature right now has actually gone up to 68 degrees 68 degrees in Rhode Island. How about that? Come on, 70. But we'll see. 68, folks. Ah, oh, beautiful outside. It's going to be delightful all day. Nice weather tomorrow. But this portion of the program is backed by West Fountain Auto Body. Now, remember, if you're ever in an accident, pick up the phone and call West Fountain Autobody, 401-272-3340. Now, right now it's 107 on this Thursday afternoon. Let me ask you a question. Were you in an accident recently? I didn't say it was your fault, but maybe it's a small fender bender. It's possible that you had your car damaged and you just didn't get it fixed yet. If that's the case, call West Fountain Autobody. If your car was damaged and you need to get it repaired, I highly recommend you call West Fountain Auto Body. That's what I did. 401-272-3340. I've told the story of the uh, some of the Antifa protesters damaged my vehicle. I also had a situation where someone just darted out and then they hit the, my uh, passenger door. I mean, what are you going to do? What did I do? I called Kenny at West Fountain. He said, Johnny D, bring it down. And all of a sudden, they called me three days later and said, Juan, the car's ready. It looked better than ever. Folks, West Fountain, 401 272 They're located 400 West Fountain Street, Providence, right behind the Providence Public Safety Complex. Now, I recognize, depending on where you're listing, maybe you live in Lincoln. Maybe you know Johnny Skeff in Lincoln. Maybe you live in Smithfield. Maybe you live in Johnson. Wherever you can hear in Providence. I understand there's some different auto body shops. I encourage you. To go with West Fountain, located 400 West Fountain Street, Providence, right behind the Providence Public Safety Complex. The original, the best, it'll repair your vehicle, they'll handle everything for you. It's West Fountain Auto Body. So tonight, and again, folks, good afternoon. It's John DePietro, AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. Well, tonight, President Biden is going to address the nation. And without question... um, the the drum beats are really getting louder on whether or not, you know, is he capable, President Biden, of handling a full press briefing? And, and more and more people are, in fact, you know, writing about it, doing stories about it. Um, I, I understand that, you know, it can go both ways. And what I mean by that is I have said that I, I don't think he's up to it. I don't think he's up to it. Should he be able to do it? Yes. I'm, I'm not convinced of that. And I want to be very clear. I don't mean that in a mean way. I think they are really handling him and managing him. And just based on what I've seen, I'm not convinced that, that he could handle a full press conference. Um, you know as far as you stand there and then there's the media for a full hour and they you know go around and ask you a number of different on questions on all different types of topics whether it's the situation with the pipeline whether it's about China whether it's about the, the uh, crisis at the border maybe then another person says I have a question on North Korea whatever it may be uh, if someone wants to ask him about the Royals whatever it whatever it is I don't I don't think he's up to it now, I want to get to some of the other news, though, that's happening on this Thursday afternoon. I'm seeing that a pedestrian apparently has been hit by Amtrak. So there are delays. Uh, a pedestrian was struck by a train in Providence Thursday morning, 1030 Troy Street. State medical examiner's on the scene. Two trains were forced to stop west of Providence due to the incident. So... That's all we have on that right now. And then tonight is in fact the Biden press briefing, but tonight when he addresses when he addresses the nation, I said press briefing. It's really just to he's going to be talking about this folks, 1.9 trillion stimulus bill. The bill titled the American Rescue Plan, originally set to be signed by Biden on Friday. But he moved it up to this afternoon, hours before he's going to deliver his first prime time address to the American public on the one year anniversary of the pandemic. So for them, um, he's going to be signing the bill of 130 in the Oval Office. We will carry that live. And it's uh, the the amount of money that we've talked about is is just insane. And it is. uh, Dan McGowan had. The amount of money that is going to... This is like a payoff to a lot of the blue states. Uh, San Francisco is getting $600 million. Providence is getting... A, um, I, I forget exactly how many. Providence is getting... million. I think like 300... How much is Providence getting? $186 million. Dan McGowan had it this morning in his... Um, in Roadmap. I always encourage people to... Uh, get that it's the free email we have him on from the Boston Globe but he covers Rhode Island and I did see where he had the cities and towns exactly how much they're all going to be getting uh, from this stimulus and a a lot of it is just like I I, I can't believe the amount of money that they're uh, pouring in and how much the the cities and towns now as far as the tip line The tip line, someone asked me, what is the tip line? The crackdown on the ATVs, the tip line is 401-680-8-ATV. 401-680-8-ATV is the Providence tip line. So if you see ATVs or know someone uh, maybe that has one, that is, in fact, the number that you call, and then the police are going to be able to uh, go after that and attack them. I want to just touch on though the um, amount of money that it is incredible, yeah, here it is. how much the cities and towns are getting from this uh, yeah, Providence is getting 131 million, part of this whole stimulus thing that President Biden is uh, putting out. doesn't it still sound it feel, still feels odd saying President Biden? Pawtucket's getting 46 million. Folks, between Providence and Pawtucket. Look at that. They are good for, like over 170 million between the two of them. Woonsocket's getting 33 million. Cranston's getting 27 million. Warwick's getting 24 million. Cumberland's getting 3.5 million. John, Johnston, Johnson, Johnson's basically getting three million. Lincoln's getting two million. Smithfield two million. Let me just scan the list. North Smithfield, a little over a million. Um, Boom, boom, boom. Foster, 470000 So there you you go. Uh, Just an obscene amount of money. An obscene amount of money. But that tip line, again now, uh, someone had sent me an email regarding the tip line. And it's 401-688. There we go. Uh, let me just get it nice and 401-688-ATB for people that are listening, which is actually 8288, 8288. That is, in fact, the tip line. All right, so I guess the Biden is going to sign that. President Biden is going to sign that at one thirty coming up, and we will carry that. Oh, maybe a little bit. I don't think it'll be that long. But I also want to get to um Tucker Carlson was great last night. Folks, also, if you want to see Cicellini, Marjorie uh Taylor Green, she has uh called out and gone after David Cicellini, calling him Mussolini. And if you want to see it, and so we did a little something on it, the um on t- to Petro.com, you can see it and did a story on it. But so Cicilline is going to raise money off the fact that Marjorie Taylor Greene is calling him Mussolini instead of Cicilline. So you can see the photo as well. All right, let me get to. Um, I want to get to, let's see, this is this morning, Dr. Fauci again takes a shot at the Trump administration. Let's hear a little bit of this.
1: Well, a lot of things,
0: um... Hold tonight. on, this is morning on the we'll Today Show. It
2: ...now, and there'll be plenty of time for hindsight, but this is a moment. I mean, what went wrong? It didn't have to be this bad.
1: Well, a lot of things, um... So, and I think people are going to be opining about that. It's going to be historical analysis of it for sure. But one of the things I keep hearkening back to that you can't run away from is that we had such divisiveness in our country that even simple common sense public health measures took on a political connotation. When people, you know, if you wanted to wear a mask, you were on this side. If you wanted to stay in and avoid congregate settings, you were on this side. It wasn't a pure public health approach. It was really, you know, very much influenced by the divisiveness that we had in this country. I mean, where we were saying mixed messages were coming from Washington, that's for sure.
0: You know, something else that he doesn't touch on when, you- when we talk about divisiveness. Now, again, that was Dr. Fauci this morning on today's Show. But also keep in mind, one of the the, the reasons why the children didn't, know, didn't go back to schools and the schools were close was because President Trump said, let's open up the schools. Children should be in the school. He was right on that, by the way. He was absolutely right about that. Folks, this portion of the John DePietro show is part Brothers Disposal. Come on, brother, call Brothers Disposal today, 401-688-0517. Now offering weekly trash collection services for your business, Brothers Disposal, 401-688-0517. Last night, Tucker Carlson defended Piers Morgan, night let's just hear a little bit of this. But there's
2: another way to handle those attacks, and it comes from our friend Piers Morgan, whom we told you last night just left his job on a British morning show after failing to be sufficiently impressed by that whiny duchess from L.A. complaining about how hard her life is. Now, Piers Morgan knew what the script was supposed to be. Oh, you poor oppressed duchess. But he refused to read it, so now he's unemployed. Today, Piers Morgan issued this statement, quote, On Monday, I said I didn't believe Meghan Markle in her Oprah interview. I've had time to reflect on this opinion, and I still don't. If you did, okay. Freedom of speech is a hill I'm happy to die on. Thanks for all the love and hate. I'm off to spend more time with my opinions. So like Winston Marshall, Piers Morgan is out of a job tonight. But unlike Winston Marshall, Morgan told the truth. He refused to let the mob make him lie. And that is an inspiration to all of us. Piers Morgan just reminded the world that some things are more important than having a job, like your dignity and your self-respect. History will treat him well. Good for you, Piers Morgan.
0: That was good, folks. I um, That story is still uh, in play. And then other members, William, has uh, spoken up about it. Um, really, really... Uh, incredible but i i i like i mean i i think he he did the right thing i absolutely think he he did the, the right thing now i also want to touch on and i mentioned this a little bit in the 11 o'clock hour now folks we are also standing by because president biden is expected to have a ceremony in the oval office where he's going to sign the uh, this stimulus that is um is going out that it, it the spending is is really just um remarkable. Now I'm also seeing let's see more than 100,000 people in Rhode Island are now fully vaccinated. Health department reports 420 new infections and four additional deaths. So it's 10% of the population and uh, but a uh, but much higher percentage of the, of the adults. So it's higher than adults. Well apparently 100,000 people. Now we don't know how many people have had the two shots of the vaccination. But one hundred thousand people have apparently now been confirmed. If you need to relax, if you have any type of pain or anything like that, folks. Good afternoon. It's one twenty on this Thursday afternoon. This delightful Thursday. It is March eleventh. Where right now the temperature, depending on where you are, uh, some some places it's a little bit cooler, but it's. Generally, about 68 degrees outside, 67 degrees. God, it feels nice with the sunshine. But remember, uh, Lisa Wood with Relaxed Souls Reflexology. Call or text her 401 742 6621. Relax S O L E S. Now, if you go to the Petro.com where you can see the picture of David Cicilline as Mussolini, you can have a direct link to Lisa Wood. And it's relaxed souls, S O L E S Reflexology, and Lisa Wood. And what she does is she works on your hands and your feet, and it boosts the immune function. Lisa Wood Reflexology. And again, it is incredible. You can call you can call or text her at 401-742-6621. But it's the easiest thing I think to do is just log on to the website to Petro.com. And then you can get a direct link. Just scroll down on the on the page, and you'll you'll see it right there. So let's see some of the other news that I want to mention. This story about Eleanor Slater Hospital. I mentioned this earlier. Channel 12 has a great story on this. Five hundred fifty thousand dollars per patient cost of running Eleanor Slater. Can you imagine, folks? That's five times the average cost of services provided in nursing facilities, community based placements, according to the consultants. So a single patient at Eleanor Slater, the state run hospital is 550,000. Not that they're paying, that we are supposed to pay. How is that not highway robbery? I wonder, I, you know, I want to repeat that because I don't think people get it. Some inmates at the ACI, it, they cost the state 50000 a year to protect them, or especially at Walpole Prison in Massachusetts, 50000 a year per inmate. It's really probably 60000 So a single patient at Eleanor Slater, give you an idea just how off the spending is at that state hospital. A single patient is five hundred and fifty thousand. So, if you have two patients at Eleanor Slater Hospital, now they're not paying anything. How much does it cost under this current formula to take care of two patients at Eleanor Slater Hospital? Are you ready? How about one million one hundred thousand? Taxpayer money. Taxpayer money. You know, this story is wild. How about two Patriot players? were uh, There's this professional gambler, sports gambler, Benjamin Tucker Pats. He's called um, Pats Parlay, 24 years old, Napa, California. Faces five years federal prison, pled guilty in Tampa, transmitting threats, interstate foreign commerce. Numerous threats, violent threats he made to several professional athletes, including a pair of unnamed New England Patriot players. He lost, this guy lost, he's 24 years old. If you see him, he looks like a geek. He lost a $100,000 Super Bowl bet on the LA, LA Rams in 2019. He threatened the Patriot players, claiming he would rape and murder their families. Those threats came to light after this guy, Benjamin Tucker Patz. P-A-T-Z was initially arrested, charged last year for targeting four players from the Tampa Bay Rays and one from the Chicago White Sox after the Rays lost a home game in July to the White Sox. So he bets on that. He threatened to enter the athletes home. I think one of the guys made an error. He lost the bet. And then a run scored and behead him or their families <laughs> The complaint also listed threats against players for the Braves, Padres, Athletics, Indians, Orioles, and Kansas City Royals. One of his accounts also threatened a player for the Swedish women's soccer team after they beat Germany in the Women's World Cup quarterfinals. So these guys just bet on everything. Now, um, what was the other story I wanted to mention? I may, um, oh, right. Now, earlier we spoke with Tim Dodd. Since we spoke with Tim Dodd, though. Folks, this situation with George Floyd, Tucker Carlson did a very good job on it last night. It's kind of what I've been saying, Have an announcement on that. Now, with the George Floyd trial, though, the judge overseeing the trial of Derek Chauvin, former Minneapolis police officer, charged with killing George Floyd. Now, folks, he's allowing prosecutors to add the additional charge of third-degree murder. Now, he's already facing a more serious charge of second-degree murder. The decision... Most likely, the the decision today most likely ended a sequence of legal wrangling, cleared the way for the trial to move forward. Jury selection is underway. Five of the 12 jurors are already seated. Opening arguments begin March 29th. The jurors will have an additional murder charge on which they could convict, even if they decide the evidence does not support second degree murder. Third degree murder which around here would be considered manslaughter, was the first charge he faced last year when he was fired by the Minneapolis Police Department and arrested after Floyd's death on May 25th. Within days of his arrest, <coughs> excuse me, he agreed to plead guilty to third-degree murder, New York Times reported. But William Barr, the U.S. Attorney General, stepped in to reject the agreement. Which also included an assurance that Chauvin would not face federal civil rights charges. Judge Peter Cahill, who's overseeing the trial, later dismissed that charge. But he upheld the more severe charge of second-degree murder. If convicted of second-degree murder, Chauvin, the police officer. I sound like I'm, when you say his name, it sounds like it's a Boston accent. Chauvin, it's the store to him. Chauvin would likely face, that's just the way it's pronounced, Chauvin would likely face about 11 to 15 years in prison, though the maximum penalty is up to 40 years. The maximum penalty for the added third degree is 25 years, but could also face a, le- a lesser charge of second degree manslaughter. Now, all of this is on the backdrop. The fact that. Um, I And I want to. Read something. We, we have two heroes that I want to highlight in in just a moment. But I, I do want to play. Tucker Carlson did such a good job with the George Floyd situation, and he analyzed the evidence of which is going to come out in the court of law. Right. I mean, the, everyone has been saying that this guy was murdered, but the evidence sure seems to point to that he OD'd on fentanyl. But let me play. Um, this is uh, Tucker from right last now, night. The
2: police officer asked no, says George Floyd. But that wasn't close to true. According to the Hennepin County Medical Examiner's Office, George Floyd wasn't simply high. He had a lethal dose of fentanyl in his system. He also had methamphetamine. The autopsy report showed that Floyd had 11 nanograms of fentanyl per millimeter of blood in his system when he was tested at the hospital. How much is that? It's more than three times the amount of fentanyl required to kill a healthy person. Again, that's not our judgment. That's directly from the autopsy report, the one that people didn't see until after the riots. Quote, signs associated with fentanyl toxicity include severe respiratory depression, seizures, hypotension, coma, and death. In fatalities from fentanyl, blood concentrations are variable and have been reported as low as three nanograms of fentanyl per millimeter of blood. Now, no one is denying this. The Floyd family's own lawyer admits that it's true. Quote, it's true that the Hennepin County Medical Examiner's autopsy showed that Floyd had fentanyl in his system, he conceded. But then he insisted that George Floyd was actually killed by racism. In fact, the medical examiner, and you can read this online, found that George Floyd's heart was diseased. On Memorial Day, it finally gave way. According to a press release from the medical examiner's office, Floyd's, quote, cause of death was Cardiopulmonary arrest, complicating law enforcement, subdual, restraint, and neck compressions. Contributing factors included, quote, arthioscopic and hypertensive heart disease, fentanyl intoxication, recent methamphetamine use. According to the report, George Floyd also was infected with COVID. That's a lot. In August, after months of rioting, documents related to the autopsy were finally released in court. One was a memo detailing a conversation the prosecutor's office had with Andrew Baker. Baker was the chief Hennepin County medical examiner. Baker told prosecutors that, quote, Mr. Floyd, if he had been found dead in his home or anywhere else, and there were no other contributing factors, we would conclude it was an overdose death. The memo noted that Baker said Floyd's fentanyl levels were, quote, pretty high, and that it is a fatal level of fentanyl under normal circumstances, end quote. In a separate memo, Baker announced, quote, the autopsy revealed no physical evidence suggesting that Mr. Floyd died of asphyxiation. Well, Mr. Floyd was having trouble breathing, of course, the most noted part of the tape. What explains that? Why was George Floyd telling officers, I can't breathe? Well, here's one possible explanation. One of the primary symptoms of fentanyl overdose is, quote, slowed or stopped breathing, leading to unconsciousness and death. That might also explain why well, George Floyd was saying, I can't breathe, long before any police officer's knee was anywhere near him. In fact, George Floyd was complaining that he couldn't breathe as cops tried to get him in a police car as he resisted.
0: Folks, again, that was um, <clears throat> Tucker Carlson. Good afternoon. It's John DePietro on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. This portion of the program is parched by Akai Berry. Hey, listen, you want to make sure that you're healthy. Pick up a bottle of a Kai Berry today. A-C-A-I-B-E-R-R-I, a Kai Berry. This incredible antioxidant. You can pick up a bottle at It's My Health, 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland, or at Dave's in East Greenwich. A Kai Berry. A C A I B E R R I. All you need is about an ounce of this each morning. And this incredible antioxidant, it replenishes your body. It keeps you uh, healthy and safe. And feeling refreshed and free from disease, acai Berry, A-C-A-I-B-E-R-R-I. You can also check out their website, AkaiBerry.com. <clears throat> and also pick up a bottle, remember, at either It's My Health, 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland, right across from Davidport Restaurant, or at Dave's in East Greenwich. Well, folks, good afternoon. Right now, it's one thirty three. This is John DiPietro on AM thirteen eighty. And also, 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at the website, dipetro.com. So wherever you can uh, hear my voice, uh, remember, folks, if you're in the car, plug it in. That way you can listen. Or, as I always say, if you go to the website, dipetro.com, you just click on Listen Live. Uh, Remember, dipetro.com, which is brought to you by Allstate Lock. Remember, you want to make sure that your home, yourself, your business is safe, Allstate Lock. It's a direct link through at the website, dipetro.com. Experts in locking systems, building security, and security cameras. Call Danny Gruslin, Allstate Lock, 401-349-0042 or online at allstatelock.com. Now, those of you that listen to the program might know that I have talked a lot, that something needs to be done <coughs> about the voting in our state. And there are two people that are stepping forward that are trying to do something about it. And it is representative, Rhode Island representative Patricia Morgan has proposed a bill that would tighten requirements and procedures for registering to vote and applying for a mail ballot. And expressively outlaws the practice of ballot harvesting. She is a hero. And Representative Mike Chippendale, that foster Republican, has proposed legislation that would prohibit the Secretary of State from mass mailing mail ballot applications. He is a hero. These are the people that we need. We need these individuals leading the charge this way. Because if they do not, we have no shot... For fear election, No shot for fear election unless the voting procedures are examined. Now, there's a group that has put out a, um, a press release about voting that I want to um, I'm going to read to you in just a moment. But I do want to uh, play a little bit more of uh, earlier. I mentioned there was a press briefing where. They really are cracking down now on uh, these ATVs. There's been a, a real change, a complete change regarding the situation with these uh, all-terrain dirt bikes. Let me just hear a little bit more. This is Mayor Alorza, Mayor of Providence, earlier talking about it.
3: Right now we have this endless supply. So how do we limit that supply? It's future-facing. I don't expect any of the people driving around illegally and driving around dangerously to register their bikes. I, it, this would only make it more di- uh, easier for them to be caught and held accountable. So I don't expect any of them to. That gets addressed through enforcement. However, we do have a problem where these endless supply of bikes keep finding their way onto the streets. And the idea is to put a limit and some hurdle so we can slow that stream. That, that's the idea. You know, that's something that, that we're open to, but we have this immediate, dangerous situation that we have to resolve first. And we just can't have the lawlessness. We just can't have the dangerous circumstances that they're creating. So that's something that we're open to exploring, and uh, and uh, and we'll continue that conversation. But the immediate threat is the public safety danger that they're posing to our residents, and that's what we're focused on. So just to be- yeah. mm-hmm.
0: Oh, folks, here's where they're speaking in Spanish. Is it true that illegals can ride their bikes in the city? Let's see what Mayor Aloysius
3: says. Well, hold on, if you don't mind, I want to, can we... Can
0: we back him up? Just, I want to hear the very beginning of this. Uh, let me hear, this is the very beginning of how it started. I think we should be able to have that.
3: This issue of the illegal and dangerous ATVs that continue to ride throughout our city and in our streets, make no mistake about it, that these illegal ATVs, they're dangerous and they continue to create a dangerous situation for the public, and they will not and cannot be tolerated. The Providence Police Department and I were committed to addressing this problem and taking all of these illegal, irresponsible, and dangerous ATVs off the streets. We've been aggressive over the past couple of years in pulling over, seizing, and destroying over 200 ATVs and dirt bikes, as I mentioned over these past several years. The riders or the drivers of them, they're arrested, and they're held accountable for their actions. We're gonna continue to approach this in this way terms of enforcement to make sure once again that these illegal and dangerous bikes and ATVs are taken off of our roads. Our police chief, who you'll hear from in just a second, has been in touch with police departments throughout the entire Northeast. Similar departments, dense urban communities that are all struggling and are just as frustrated as we are with these ATVs. I can assure you that we're adopting and employing every best practice, and there is nothing that these other departments are doing that we are not also enforcing or doing here. This is a problem that has no easy solution, and we're looking at every which tool and in our toolbox to address it. Our approach has two different components. First of all, addressing drivers or riders and the owners And then second, also looking at the enablers of these drivers and owners. The biggest focus is on the enforcement side. There are traffic laws for a reason. There are traffic laws to keep the peace and to keep our community safe. These laws and these regulations, they will be enforced, and we will continue to pull over, seize, and destroy these ATVs, as well as making the riders accountable. We have also, as a city, passed a law allowing our police department to seize and destroy these bikes even when they're not currently being ridden. How about that? So we've created a hotline, six eight zero eight ATV. tv but folks can also call the police department directly and let us know if one of your neighbors has one of these bikes, they park them in their backyard, give us a call, we will come and we will confiscate those bikes. Under city law, we can now do that, even if wow. the bike isn't currently being being ridden. How about that? We want them off our streets, and we also want them out of our city.
0: Out of the city.
3: Our approach also addresses all of the enablers of this of this illegal and dangerous activity. So there are a number of solutions that we are adopting, exploring, and uh, and, and pursuing. So we're looking at how to hold gas stations accountable and ensure that they're not allowing these illegal and dangerous bikes to refuel. We're also looking at how to hold sellers of these bikes accountable. And I propose a registration system that would limit this endless supply of bikes finding their way onto the streets. We're also exploring how to hold the organizers of these mass rideouts accountable when they go awry, and people ride them in very dangerous and illegal ways. Oh. Now, as I mentioned, we're also looking at creative ways of holding owners accountable uh, when they lend these bikes to someone and they're used to commit a crime. So I want to reinforce that we're exploring and using every tool in our toolbox to address this problem that has to stop. Now, we've received uh, many questions from our community. In terms of you know, one of our proposals to hold enablers, the sellers accountable,
0: folks. That again, this was dip- uh, Mayor Lord's earlier. Good afternoon. It's 142. It's John DiPietro. I want to. Um, I just want to get to the part where he then actually even. Uh, we, we we hear from. The changes in the ordinance that allows, uh, yeah, this is um, these motorbikes. Police Chief Hugh Clemens. I believe of, uh, the 82, eighty-two of that
4: number have been crushed. And of that number, 30 have been ATVs. This is Providence
0: Chief and Hugh Clemens.
4: have been dirt bikes. We have many tools in our bag, uh, some of which we do not want to release. But we're determined to dig deeper to get to the root of the problem. Uh, this police department and our message has been to the workforce. And we'll have increased uh, direct messages to monitor the group, follow them closely. Always be on the lookout for criminal activity. And all those departments that I've spoken about, all have contained in their policy to not pursue dirt bikes and ATVs. It's just simply too dangerous. Every one of those departments has that that like, uh coverage in their policy. It's dangerous to the law-abiding community. Uh, it's dangerous to all on or near the roadways. It's dangerous to the community. But I think it's all, it's two things. It's it's enforcement and heavy enforcement, but it's education. So this media event I think is helpful to us. I think the uh, this event hopefully helps us get greater usage of the tip line that has been put out there. And uh, through the mayor's office and through our PIO, Lindsay, uh, we'll continue to put that out. Uh, uh, We'll have now some of this is crossing over into some of our partnering municipalities. I was on the phone last night with Colonel Mike Winquist from Cranston Police. As we know, they're starting to experience some of the like activity yep. that we're seeing Folks here. In Cranston Providence. and Providence and now working we'll together, employing both uh, uniform and non uniform type resources yep. to address this issue.
0: That is exactly right. Again, I want to jump in. Uh, good afternoon. It's John DePietro. You're listening to AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. Right now, it's 144 on this Thursday. Folks, remember, you can uh, always hear the program weekdays. We start at 11 and we go until 2 right here on AM 1380 or 99.9 FM. You can always listen at the website, dipetro.com. And don't forget, one of the sponsors at our website, which is depetro.com, is Surplus Provisions, Pontiac Avenue in Cranston, Stop in and see them. Remember, they have body armor, tactical gear, uh, ammo, pepper spray, food storage. They have it all. Stop in and see them. They're about a mile and a half from Garden City. It's surplus provisions. Tanya and Frank, look for them on Facebook. This unique store, Pontiac Avenue in Cranston. And again, tactical gear, body armor, ammo, pepper spray, food storage, everything that you need is right there. At surplus provisions, Pontiac Avenue and Cranston. Now, again, I mentioned earlier, uh, so uh, Congressman Cicilline is right now in the middle of a back and forth with that new, she is the uh, representative from Georgia, Marjorie Taylor Greene. And... Uh, she called him, I think it's kind of funny, but she called him Mussolini because she said he's he's more of a dictator than anything. So I want to play a little bit just so you understand who you're dealing with. This was her explaining how corrupt the D.C. system is. And you can see the uh, picture. And I have Congressman Cicilline is now trying to raise money off the fact that she referred to him as Mussolini instead of Cicilline. So but I want to um, play a little bit. This is... Um, an interview that she did where she explained just the corruption within DC and she's not afraid to go at it with Cicilline and she's come under fire and they were trying to go after her for being a big Trump supporter and she just won't back down and so he kind of has his uh sight set on her but she is uh, not she basically is saying that Cicilline is um he is like like a dictator, if anything, you know, or just the way he operates, is not someone that certainly wants. Um, you know, he has no interest, as we've said, he has no interest in hearing the other side. Let me hear um, a little bit from our her.
5: eroding every single part of the American culture, our our blanket, it's being just shredded to pieces. It's it's like America's on fire right now, and so any day we can put Congress to a stop. We are saving the country. And so here's how I look at it. We are are living and breathing a woke progressive stream, an an aggressive fire hose that's being just poured down our throat. Um, The 1.9 trillion, less than 9% goes to COVID relief. and And it's the entire thing is a lie it's the Democrat wish list, it's their progressive plans and there's it's it's setting the stage. Okay, what people aren't talking about is this is just the beginning. The next one is the infrastructure plan. That's two, coming
4: up. Two trillion to four trillion.
5: Yeah, oh. it's it's gonna be closer to four trillion. So that one's coming up. That's the Green New Deal called the infrastructure plan. Yep. Okay. So the news are con- conservative media has got to do better they're sitting here talking about the Royals nobody cares about the stupid Royals yeah. what we need to look at is we need to look at what are the consequences of these deals and so everything every Republican in Congress while they're on their on their TV media you know hit piece or their shows Fox News and things and they're messaging on their social media and they're giving their one-minute speeches on the floor all of that is garbage. It's complete garbage if you're not willing to follow it up with action. So, to me, I'm like, our country's on fire, and we're just—it's like that meme. You're sitting in there, and the little this dog. Is okay. Yeah, everything's okay.
1: Fine. Yeah. Let me ask you a question because I think that that's probably one of the most cogent and and concise ways I've heard the problem explained. This is an industry town. Yes. The the, the industry is is the problem.
0: Um, when you talk Look, about I, again, I love the fact. That she goes after Rhode Island Congressman David Cicilline and does not back down. What do you think the odds are that she would get a type of uh, fear treatment here, around here? Um, she's just so quickly dismissed. And, you know, he is so much, especially around here, they are really in the pocket of someone like a, a Cicilline. Um Which is also interesting to see who's going to emerge to hold on to that congressional seat because it certainly seems we're going to lose one. And then people don't fully remember it, but Congressman Langevin, he hinted he was going to run for governor next year. So I think that's the direction it's kind of going where Cicilline will remain the congressman and then Langevin, he could end up – I mean – I would love to see him. Good. Let him jump in. He, by the way, he and Dan McKee would pull from each other. So I don't know if Dan McKee can keep Langevin out of a primary. There's no other, unless Langevin wanted to go for another statewide office, maybe lieutenant governor, just to hold on to it. Let me hear a little bit more of this. Marjorie, Representative Marjorie Taylor Greene. Exactly.
5: Murdoch's not going to put you on there. You know why? Because you're a threat to the system. Right. You're a threat to the system. So every single person that works in Washington, D.C., they are there because they care about getting their livelihood and, and their existence and everything about their life. That That's what they care about. The difference in me is I don't want to be here at all. I gave up a awesome life. I'm not kidding you. I gave up an American dream to come into this, what I consider to be a shithole, and excuse
0: my language. Oh, all right. So, folks, again, because I'm far, she's I... a representative you Think Shit It's John DePietro on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. This portion of the program <clears throat> is brought to you by Bethel Certified Soft Wash Power Wash. Bethel Certified Soft Wash Power Wash. Remember... Online, Rhode Island Softwashing.com. Rhode Island softwashing.com. You can text Jared for a free estimate today. Free same day text estimate, 401 617 2585. Bethel Certified Softwash 401 617 2585. And outside your home or business, the uh, grime and the stains and the mildew. They'll get rid of it and they'll get rid of it uh, very safely. Look for that blue truck, soft wash, power wash, Bethel certified soft wash. And it's biodegradable and it's plant safe. But the, the before and after, once they remove that algae and pollen and dirt and moss and bacteria, those stains that actually damage the surface. Uh, the before and afters are just tremendous. Again, you can get a free text photo. All you have to do is text, take a picture, maybe the side of your house or a fence or a patio has it, and take a picture of it and then text it to Jared at four zero one six one seven twenty five eighty five, 2585 And you'll get a free same-day estimate. Get rid of it. The good weather is here. It's Bethel certified softwash. and you can also check them out online rhodeislandsoftwashing.com Rhode Islandsoftwashing.com. well good afternoon at 152 it's John DiPietro now I'm gonna make um, arrangements and reach out to representative Mike Chippendale and representative Patricia Morgan <clears throat> folks right now I think they're the only ones that fully get what we're up against which is right now representative Patricia Morgan Westbrook Republican. You remember two years ago, she three years ago now, it was September of 2018. She did run for governor. She lost, came in second to Mayor Fung. Our friend Gio came in third, but she has proposed a bill that would tighten requirements and procedures for registering to vote and applying for a mail ballot. And also outlaw the practice of ballot harvesting. She, This is the single most important bill that is up there. As I have told you, what a lot of people, you know, so many of you, people know there's something wrong. And I want to be very clear. No, I don't believe that it was a switch that was hit or is anything like that. I don't believe that it was some kind of a mail ballot dump. I believe they do have. Uh, If they say they have 520,000 people voted, I I believe they can show you 520,000 votes. What I go into is who is registering the vote. It's too easy. There's no one turned away. If you wanted to, I'm telling you right now, if you wanted to, you could register 10 times to vote. You could get 10 ballots without blinking an eye. If you're a landlord... I know of a landlord in Providence got 20 mail ballot applications sent to him. 20. That's 20 votes if you want. It's completely out of control. So we're going to have her on. She would like to tighten requirements for registering to vote. That's where it is. I know people, you know how I can tell people that don't know like what the scam is. They say, oh, you mean dead people voting? No, that's not it. It's who's registering to vote. And many of you that are listening right now, you know, you don't go into Providence. But if you do and ride around, you know, uh, Smith Hill or ride around, especially like Manton Avenue and Chalkstone and some of those areas, all those those streets filled and into Oneyville. But around there with the three stories and like people have no idea the number of votes that they're pulling out of there. And those people, they're not even American citizens. They should not be registering. They should not be registered to vote. I believe that's where the scam is. And as I have asked, no one will answer the question, which is this past year, how many ballots did they throw out? Do you mean to tell me there were no problems with the mail ballots? How many ballots thrown out? And how many people got turned away trying to register to vote? That's equally important. And Representative Mike Chapendale has proposed legislation that would prohibit mass mailing mail ballot applications, which should be done. <clears throat> so I'm going to reach out to um, both of them because it's important and people need to hear from them. I believe that's where the battle should be. Now, folks, good afternoon at 156. It's John petro on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. Now, remember, the COVID briefing is tomorrow, tomorrow at 11 with Governor McKee. Folks, uh, this portion of the John DiPietro show is brought to you by Ryan's Appliance Repair. Call them today at 401 710 7096. 401 710 7096. Ryan's Appliance Repair repairs all makes and models. Call Ryan, 401-710-7096. As far as if there's a washer or a dryer or a washing machine or a dishwasher or your refrigerator, Ryan's Appliance Repair, 401-710-7096. And all work is guaranteed for 90 days. Parts and labor. Senior citizens discounts are available. Remember what we say, in your appliance is dying, just call Ryan. Ryan. Ryan's Appliance Repair, 401-710-7096. And they will come right out. And again, I've had uh, Ryan obviously into my home, and he does just tremendous work. Ryan's Appliance Repair. So maybe you're listing right now, and you have a problem with your washing machine or your dryer, and it's just not working properly, or your oven or your garbage disposal, Ryan's Appliance Repair, 401-710-7096. Call Ryan. They'll get out there. And again, Saturday appointments are available. Senior citizens discounts are also available. And all work is guaranteed for 90 days, parts, and labor. It's Ryan's Appliance Repair. Well, folks, good afternoon on this Thursday. It's John DePetro. Again, I encourage you to visit the website, which is DePetro.com, D E P T. -t 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 You can also, right at the top, see that yellow button? That's not decoration. Support Real News. Support the program. If you want to get in touch with me, if you want to advertise on the program, visit the website to Petro.com. And then we have exclusive stories. Cicilline raises money off uh, as Mussolini. Also, read the story. See the photos. Antifa growing in Providence. And also, how about the fact Cicilline boycotted... The swearing in of Governor McKee and then Governor Raimondo blew it off as well. And then you can also see the video where Secretary of State Nellie Gorbia has promised the end of the Rhode Island GOP. And then you see the Democrat from Black Island in blackface. You know, folks, and I also won't hide from you tomorrow. um, I I, um, I don't know if I'm going to talk about tomorrow, but there are plenty of things the Rhode Island Republican Party could weigh in on. And for different reasons, they seemingly are just silent. It's not good. It should change. It needs to change. Uh, But at least, at the very least, we have Patricia Morgan and we have Representative Chippendale who are pushing that forward. So listen, it's John DePedro. Don't forget, now, the Biden uh, first... President Biden is addressing the nation tonight. I will be doing a Facebook Live on that if you want to interact. Otherwise, we're back tomorrow at 11. As always, visit the website, petro.com Now, stay tuned. It's going to be the 2 o'clock news and then the John Dion program. We're back tomorrow at 11, but I will be doing a Facebook Live during the Biden uh, national address tonight. Stay tuned for the 2 o'clock news right here on AM
2: 1380. WNRI, Socket.